What's happening, everybody? This is Mike, and that is Mark, and we are the Comic Bookies. Welcome to another week of Colliding the Worlds of Sports and Comics. Your favorite podcast is back for another week. In comics this week, we have plenty of books to get into and plenty of news, including a new Spider-Man No Way Home poster, Eternals wins the domestic race at $71 million, and James Bond is already up for rent. And on the sports side, you see the hat if you're watching it live, but Kyle frickin' Larson is the champion of NASCAR, NFL Week 10, and we get into our little hometown warriors in NBA action. All that and more on a brand new spanking 132nd episode of the Comic Boogies podcast. Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies podcast, colliding the worlds of sports and comics. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California, tomorrow, Wednesday, November 10th, 2021, is New Comic Book Day. So like we say every single week, go see Alex, go see the shop. Um, you know, It's right across the street from my favorite Mexican restaurant, El Patio, uh, in the whole wide world. But hey, if you're listening across the United States, or across the whole world, go to your local comic shop. Don't buy online. You know, yes – the emissions, it sucks, but go and visit the damn local comic book store and get your stack today. Um, Mark, it's uh, as you can see, we have a friend up here. Uh, if you're watching live or whether you're listening, thank you so much for supporting, downloading, subscribing. But if you're watching live, uh, we see a picture of Kyle Larson hoisting the trophy, the NASCAR championships. Um, unfortunately, sports is um, our second segment tonight. We're getting into comics first, but how are you, sir? How have you been the last six days um, Sean, uh, as everyone can hear, is not here tonight. He's uh, just dealing with the the baby stuff. So good luck to him. The his baby boy Kason is here a- any minute now. But um, it's just me and Shark. Uh, shark. Shark. <laughs> shark. Me and Mark the Shark again. What's up? Thinking of our NHL team, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> yeah. But no, episode 132, we are here. We are live, guys. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in this special episode as we get into these middle stages of the November months. Getting colder around these parts of town, but nonetheless, Mm -hmm. it's exciting to start getting some turkey and gravy stuff down our esophagus and to get some presents under that Christmas tree. But yeah, dude, uh, like you mentioned, go see... Treasure Island Comics, uh, I wanted to say, actually give a little shout out to him that he has actually bought. I was in there obviously getting my books and Alex bought a big collection off one of his uh, customers that's actually been shopping with him, I think, for like 30 years, he said. So there were a lot of people in there actually digging through a lot of those old comics, getting um, Spider-Man type back issues, a run from like the 70s, I believe. And some guy came in there and he was like – he. He literally left for two hours to go get his wallet or to go get some money, and then he came back, and some guy had taken the exact comic that he wants. So I was kind of surprised by that. I was telling Alex, I'm like, I'd be hella pissed if I just left for two hours. I wouldn't expect someone to come in here and get the exact comic. So that's when he explained to me that he's gotten like a couple runs from a lot lot of years going Mm -hmm. way back and that people know about it. So he's been getting a lot of foot traffic. So check him out. Uh, Check out the website. Call him if you guys need to. But he's got all types of stuff for uh, your guys' reading pleasure. But, man, congratulations. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, um, I was just going to say, I I think he gifts himself every year. Like he gets himself a gift. 
I think he's trying to like complete his collection. I think of like action comics or one of those like older books. And so I, I know each and every year he, he gets like one of them. He's like, all right, I, I get an, I'm giving myself enough money to grab one book off eBay or, or wherever I can find it. But I think I might do that for detective comics. Obviously when I get to a certain number, I'm not going to really be able to afford it. I'll have to go like, you know, once a year type thing, but I, I I'm going to start making a run for like one specific book and trying to get every single issue. I mean, we'll see. Detective Comics 27 is never going to happen, but. And I was we'll actually see. bagging and boarding like my Miles Morales. And I was like, oh, I, I, I have the whole run so far besides the first five issues. I think I started at six, but that'd be kind of cool to have a complete whole run. But nonetheless, we'll get into comics and sports soon. But how are you, brother? I mean, congratulations. Your driver won. We'll obviously talk about it later. California kid, Northern Cali. Uh, the NASCAR season is over, but Mike will probably be celebrating up until they run him down there at the L.A. Coliseum where his USC Trojan play. But uh, yeah. I mean, other- I haven't been on I haven't been on a website getting championship gear since the Warriors uh, made their run and won, what, three championships in five years, four years. You know, it felt really good to go on Larson's website, get a hat, a hoodie, a flag so I can, you know, I'm going to fly it proud out in the front yard for a few months until Daytona hits. And then, you know, obviously hang it up in the man cave out here where we record. But it it feels good to finally have something that I can say, oh, it's a champion because our baseball team's not going to do it anytime soon with the amount of arrests and drops. Our football team's not going to, you know, get it done anytime soon. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Speaking of uh, our football team, man, what a what a crazy ass, uh, crazy ass times that they're living in over there in the Vegas uh, in, the, in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the grass grass ain't always greener, but I guess that's something else that we're going to have to get into in this in the sports section and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, anything uh, going on in your life? Just I mean, busy at work, dude. TV, just um, you got a new TV with two wrong stands, and <laughs> <laughs> I know. Other... Yes, yes, yes. I got a new TV, um, and it came with two right-hand stands. So we've been running around trying to go to the different targets for the last couple hours and trying to see if they would exchange it. But unfortunately, um, one of the stores that actually has it in stock says that they need the whole TV and not just a replacement of the left and right stand. So going to have to wait, going to have to put the TV back in the box when we're done here and, you know, drive over half an hour to the town, you know, across from us and exchange it tomorrow before I go to work. But besides that, man, just a, a a hellacious uh, week of work last week, even though it was only three days, just tons of stuff happening, going wrong and trying to, you know, pick up the pieces here and, and clean up after, you know, other things there. And so hopefully it's an easy four day work week this week and then into a long weekend. How about you? Definitely. I mean, stock markets, all time highs every week. It seems like down a little bit today, right? I know all my stocks yeah, were a little bit down today. Just a little down bit. Down a little bit, but it's just weird times we're living in, you know. It's just uh as quick as twenty twenty one came after that horrendous twenty twenty year, and now we're sitting here like, damn, here comes twenty twenty two. I mean, I'd like to say that Jeez, I'm ready man. for twenty twenty two to turn the page, but I'm scared that twenty twenty two might not even, might be a little bit worse than these last two years. I hope not, but a lot of questions in the U.S. economy, you know, as of late, a lot of stuff going on with inflation and, you know, gas prices are crazy and 
just, uh, you know, Fed, the head of the Fed chair might get replaced and that might shake things up in the economy and the stock market and just a lot of questions, man. I just have to say to everybody out there, if you're listening, uh, comic bookie fans, I know you guys like to drop some money on some games, but preserve that capital. Make sure you save some money at these desperate times because who knows what's going to happen, man. I feel like every day something can just drop and you no, know, it's just. They want to tax billionaires. Elon Musk wants to sell all types of stock and just Tesla went down huge today. It's just I don't know what's going on. But what I do know is that this is episode 132. It's going to be fun. Mike's excited because he's got that five on his hat. I'm excited because, hey, I'm with my brother and it's time to talk. It's time to talk about how much we have been sucking in our picks. Oh, my God. Is that real life, dude? I mean, I just. The, the hugest things we need to talk about are in the next section. So hurry, yeah, let's hurry up and get let, let's get comics. Even though we love our comics, let's get it over with. Let's uh, do it. So tomorrow's books that come out at your local comic book store. Uh, DC side, Action Comics 1036, uh, Wonder Woman 781, The Joker number nine, Batman the Imposter number two, and then a new story, Robin and Batman number one. Over on the Marvel side, we have Amazing Spider-Man 78, Excalibur 25, Miles Morales Spider-Man for Mark 32, and myself and Sean get Alien number eight, and also a new story, Donnie Kate starts his run on Venom. Number one comes out tomorrow. Image gives us Undiscovered Country 17, Stillwater 11, and what's the furthest place from here? Number one. Dark Horse gives us Maze Book number three. Dynamite gives us James Bond Jimeros two. Boom Studios, regarding the matter of Oswald's body number one, I grab that one, and AWA out number two, and Telepaths number three. Now, Mark, another record-breaking – actually, not record-breaking. It's a record-tying. I've yet ever to get 14 books in a week, but I it's uh, lucky number 13 for me tomorrow, buddy. Um, what are you looking like this week? What are you looking forward to uh, in that uh, stack that I just listed off or anything else new in comic, particular new comic book week this week Mike of November 11th I believe that's my buddy's birthday tomorrow actually I'm gonna have to ring him in that's God I'm glad I I'm glad I said <laughs> that out loud because I just reminded it reminded myself 11 11 that's 11/11. right but yeah uh, I think I got five books that I'm getting this week six five? I can make it six if I want to get the second offering of a of a righteous what is it a right a thirst a righteous thirst, thirst for vengeance for vengeance yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that i mean it, it the first issue wasn't too great it was like one of those five minute issues not too much dialogue just mainly you know pictures and whatnot but uh i told myself i'm not gonna put it on the pull list but what i am gonna do is i'm gonna see if you know alex has it in stock on the shelves the day that i'm picking up my books and if he does you know it's one of those things that i'll get it if he doesn't then uh so be it right Mm -hmm. but um you know i'm excited for the books action i feel like it's been i feel like i haven't been getting action as much i've been getting batman a detective because obviously i have it but it's just i felt like at one point action batman and detective were pretty much all on equal you know footing when it comes to getting them just different weeks but now i feel i really yeah. feel like action is really once a month where batman well, it is. is yeah well i think i think detective um batman and like maybe i, th- I think when remember when we heard flash. that it was going back to once a month we only hit that for a few months and then batman detective and i think the flash went back to twice monthly and maybe like one other one. So I was like, oh, great. So they increased the price and th- three of the popular books, which we probably won't ever drop, 
of course they go to twice monthly so we're paying you know two extra dollars a month for it but i mean at least the two batman books are actually worth getting twice a month it's worth the money to me yeah. um but action yeah it's been a while it's actually been a it's been a long while i remember the cover of the last issue was uh was um lois lane and and jonathan kent like sitting up on the porch you know kind of like drying their teary eyes because dad was about to go bye-bye you know that's right and I'm pretty, uh, you know, action's not my favorite book that I read out of the DC, you know, repertoire, whatnot, the good. arsenal. Yeah, action, you know, I, I've learned to love it. I think the Bendis story was probably a little bit better than what's going on right now by what is it, Phillips, or am I not mistaken? Uh, what's Philip this? Kennedy Johnson? Philip Kennedy, yeah. So, I mean, he's doing a decent job. I think this last offering was a lot better than the two, three previous prior ones, but I'm actually excited for what's actually going to come of it because like you said he's you know he he's going to fight in the other in the other world yeah he's going know? to war world to fight mongol and kind of trying to free all those like kryptonian slaves and like you know but the, it, it's such a cool story like because it connected with the future state i actually that was one of the five or six books that i actually picked up on future states so i was like well oh, like when's that going to happen and how they twisted it to where he sent someone here to kind of like you know um kind of brainwash or said or not brainwash but uh, he blackmailed her right like i'm gonna kill you and all of your people if you don't do this for me yeah and it's i mean it's setting up kind of i mean you can't an, ever it's obviously. setting up for an epic arc like an epic like eight not, issue arc but i don't even think it's just an epic arc mike i think it's setting up for an epic you know side story or continuous story because True. i think you're never you're never gonna get rid of obviously Clark kent but what they're kind of like spinning off of it with the sun kind of really taking the reins and, you know, like him going off. I think mm -hmm. that we're going to see a big shakeup where this, uh, you know, where uh, um, John Kent is just going to become a lot more, you know, pro profound in, you know, in the comic book realm when it comes to the Superman, you know, logo and the Superman family. Right. Yeah. So Jonathan Kent is. He's the focal point of of Superman, son of Kal El. Do you right. think he's going to take over as the focal point of Action Comics, and then Clark Kent's going to be like, you know, exactly. some, See, something now, else? Now, like, now it's going to be like Superman War World or Superman, you know, something with to have to do with Mongol, and that's his story for a while. That's what I'm kind of going at, Mike. I'm not saying you know don't. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but that's what's kind of been in the thought back of my head. And I'm glad that you kind of like said it for me. But, yeah, that's exactly what I've been thinking. Like it just might he, he might become the more focal point of like this day and age 2022's, you know, Superman. Right. So hmm. we'll see. I just think that might be kind of hard to do. But, you know, these, you know, D.C. knows what they're doing. You know, they obviously had backlash and whatnot. We mentioned, you know, last week how people are going to the illustrator and writers, you know, debt threats oh, and whatnot. It's kind of yeah. stupid. But, yeah, I just uh, I'm excited to see actually where action is going to go. I'm obviously not getting any other books with Superman in it. Mike, you are, you know, Justice still League, Justice and, League um, Superman. Yeah. You know, I I used to get Williamson's offering of Batman Superman, but I dropped that one a while ago. Just wasn't a big fan. I believe you did, too, Mike. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, you know, just DC always got me excited. I'll see what the Flash I don't think is Flash coming out this week. 
No, because I would have right? no, because I would have written it down. It's usually yeah. one of those top thin ones. It might be next week. Not That's really right. sure. I don't think yeah. I heard you say it. So yeah. No. Um, last week, dude, uh, I read Primordial, an offering from Jeff Lemire, Primordial number two, Image Comics with Andrea Sorrentino and Dave Stewart. As I always got to say, Mike, no, not that Dave Stewart, <laughs> not the one that played for those cheap ass Oakland A's that want to run everybody <laughs> out of town because they're not buying what they're trying to give them at that Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey circus out there in Oakland. But, mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, Primordial, good, about a five to seven minute read. Not as good as the first. Actually, I was pretty, you know, disappointed. I think it's a little setup story, but just uh, the little dog is just a little backstory on the dog's keeper and how she has to send her the send her out into space and whatnot. And then at the end, the dog kind of meets up. It, it was almost kind of like a dead issue. Like I almost got what I – sorry, Mike, because I know you haven't read it. And I kind of – No, no, yeah. You're not giving it. away too much, yeah. I'm not giving away too much. But, okay, I'll leave it at that. It's somewhat of a dead issue for me. I think that they could have like just kind of incorporated the, all this into the first issue. But, you know, I'm going to give it – you said it was six – is it a six-issue miniseries I, or a maxi 12? I think it's. I think it's a mini. I, th- so I think it, that's what really like drew me towards it was like, oh, Jeff Lemire and it's only six issues. Hell yeah. So I'll stick with it if I got four more to go. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks if there's only six that this one was that dead. But I you know they could have given me more. Yeah, you didn't um, read you didn't read Batman one one six, did you? No, no, not yet. So the okay. ones I read were from two weeks ago. Um, usually on these short weeks, I don't get to read too many from the week from the, you know, Previous week, it's usually uh, two weeks ago. So Dark Blood number four of six, uh, it's getting better, but it's it's coming. It's one of those stories where it's like, all right, what the hell? Let's go give it to me. Like, what are you going to give me some epic like last issue and like make me, you know, so like the first issue is pretty good. And then, you know, two, three, four are like decent getting a little better by about two, three, four percent, you know. So, you know, I don't know. I just wish it was I, I, I wish I got issue one you know, in two through six. So we'll see what issue five has in store. Uh, one issue that I will, will be picking up and pulling is this one right here from aftershock is cross to bear by Marco Stojanovic and Sinisa. Yeah. So we have a, 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 you know, a European led comic book. It's really cool. Set in Boston in 1889. It feels like a Jack the Ripper meets like Assassin's Creed because there's like an order of these guys who was hunting this guy down because he's killing all these women. And then, of course, um, not to give too much away, but they fail in catching this guy in the first couple scenes of the story. And then they go to a local bar and they're trying to find him. And um yeah, I mean, and then they meet another one of their own. So it's a pretty good story. I'm definitely pulling it. I believe it's only like four or five or six issues. So definitely going to pull that one. And like the only one else that I really um, – I, I agree with you from last week. Moon Knight was a little better. But Wonder Girl. Uh, Wonder Girl's are a weird one because it's getting a little better as it goes along. I'm getting more of a backstory on Yara Floor, which is cool. She's the new Brazilian like Wonder Woman or Wonder Girls, sorry. But four issues – it, it feels like four issues have come out over the span of like six months. Like I'm only getting it every like five or six weeks. So it's kind of tough to remember what happened in three when I read four, four when I read, you know, five and so on and so forth. So I hope that they get more on like a, you know, tight knit schedule with that one. Um, not to say that I want twice monthly, but 
give it to me like the first week of every month and not like the first week. And then the, you know, six weeks later and then kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like how it's kind of funky like that when they, when they go month to month. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got for my books. Kind of like Undiscovered Country. Oh my God. Yeah. We're I think we're getting it. Week. We're getting, yeah, we're getting it this week, but it's it kind just, of feels uh, like I haven't gotten it in like five or six weeks. How do you, let's talk, let's talk about it real quick, Mike. Damn. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? I mean, at this point in juncture, I mean, we've hit all these different lands. We've done this. I mean, it's gone. Is it going on two years almost since we've gotten all these issues? Well, yeah, I just, if, if it's monthly, it, then, then then 18 months would be a year and a half now. So let's be a little critical on it. I'd like to be. I mean, are, I'm looking more for I'm looking more forward to the TV show or movie that they're producing now than supposedly. getting a book. I'm more excited about that than getting a book month to month. You know, when you have this kind of story, I I, I want to see more. You know, I, I don't know. Thank you. Like, like, like these types of stories nowadays, like something that I'm completely unaware of. Uh, I'd like more of a short story. Give me the six issue. Give me like the seven or eight issue. When it's, of course, Batman action stuff that I'm already familiar with, you can give me an ongoing run. But like I hope that I hope that I don't feel this way about Stillwater when it gets like six issues because this is Stillwater number 11. I hope I don't get, I feel that way when Noctera and Geiger come back. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's going to well, be I'm that not, epic I'm of a not, story I'm, or whatever, please give it Geiger. to me like six or 12 but like undiscovered country we're going on 17 issues and it doesn't feel like it's going to end pretty soon didn't um what's his name didn't snyder say it was gonna it's it, it's like a uh a, a three-year thing did it's he? like a three-year story yeah they have enough oh. they have enough issues enough you know uh, writing and enough material to go on for what's that 36 issues yeah, I mean, so we're we're not even halfway there when it comes to the story. They're only in what the third different world, the fourth different world since third, we started the story. I think, yeah, I think it's the fourth. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's good. It's just I don't know if it's because of the break that they took. If you remember, if yeah. you recall that, I don't know. Scumbag if it's, took a break too. Scumbag, like scumbag's kind of falling off. Yeah, but I, I I don't want to really put scumbag. No disrespect to Rick Remender, you know, but I don't really want to put scumbag in the realm of what Snyder and Kamachuli Kim, or Kamanolchi, what's his name? Uh, oh, yeah, Kevin Coley or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what they're trying to do with Undiscovered Country, I believe, is you know, is a little bit, you know, stronger, if, if for lack of better words, than you know what Rick Remender is trying to go with and you know in the scumbag but you know it's just i don't know if it's because of the hiatus they took i don't know if it's because it's just you know i don't know if it's because how an arc kind of is a whole land right pretty much you go to Mm -hmm. a different land and that's pretty much the whole arc i feel like maybe you can fit two two lands into one arc in a way it's just uh at at certain parts i think that it could get a little bit slow that they could speed it up a little bit and then once again how sporadic the issues are you might get one on the first week of one month and then the last week of the next month pretty much feeling like it's two months apart and it's just from all the stories that i get in between and all the previews and all the dc books that come by weekly or even tri-weekly it feels like you know and just how excited I am for other stuff that I read. It's just uh, sometimes I feel myself kind of putting that UC undiscovered country on the back burner in a way. Yeah. You know, I mean, not so much, you know, not so much when it comes to terms of reading, because I know that all, all three of us hosts here at the comic bookies podcast, all read that story. And I kind of try to read the ones that I know we all read that we're going to discuss, you know, a hundred percent. 
try to keep those fresh in my mind. So, you know, I'll kind of read those last, save the best for last, if you will. But sometimes I don't know if I really am saving the best for last when it comes to, you know, Undiscovered Country with Scott Snyder, obviously having so many other, you know, ventures ventures and stuff that he's doing so yeah like personally i thought i thought noctera ended up being a better story so far than undiscovered country i think noctera where it's gonna go after 17 issues of noctera when it comes back i think i'm gonna like that more than undiscovered country honestly because they've lost me on a couple aspects of the story that they visited earlier like remember when the when the kid he was looking at the coin he and he could tell from the color or how it aged like he's like oh it hasn't really been 50 years like it's aged so much longer like if you stayed here it's felt like so much longer you know what i'm saying and then they, and they never revisited that they haven't gone back ace? in time huh that ace? ace ace they haven't gone back in time uh to before the closing in a, in an issue or two like i need to i need to have that tarantino where i go back and forth and so i kind of get a backstory familiar in my mind when right now they're just in like that land you know what i'm saying they're just in the current land that they're in and uh i mean at least there's a new villain you know that new villain looks pretty badass um so we'll see i don't know but um yeah, I'm excited to see where James Bond goes. That's always going to be just a kick-ass book, you know. Those books are good, dude. It's only me five, five give issues. Me, give me five, six books. Bond Every just time. doing his thing. It's always mm-hmm. a chick. He's always got the chick in it, you know. Alien was pretty good. Like Alien's been solid, actually. It's in the uh, the second issue of their next arc, so that's you know that's gonna be cool. The imp- Batman the Imposter was actually pretty good. Um, uh, another Black Label story, so that was pretty good. Uh, no AWA for me this week, but um, yeah. No Awa? <laughs> no Awa. No. No, it's not Cristiano Ronaldo. Awa. <laughs> Awa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agua. I, actually, this is my second book that I'm reading when it has something to do with uh Lee Harvey Oswald. So the regarding the matter of Oswald's body, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Kind of caught my eye. So I'll see this one. I think it's one of those four or six issue miniseries. But uh one last thing of comics before we go into the news. How did you like uh Human Target? Number one, dude. I was just gonna tell you, man. I was actually saving these for last. You can't just uh-huh. ask me about Human Target without asking me about New Burn One. That's that's right. Because that's, dude, that's your I got of the week from last week. That's I right. got I got two great offerings, and it Ooh. leaves me, you know, it leaves me in a bind here because you know I leave myself questioning, you know, which one do I pull? Do I do both? And I'm kind of thinking, and I pose to you this question: How many Tom King stories do you think? Yeah, we've been reading in the last year or two. Like five. And then so I we, and I actually want to pick up uh, Mr. Miracle. I can't believe I, di- I didn't do that because I think issue one is probably going to be worth a lot, you know, in, in the next coming years or decades. Because so, that was a really good story. But, yeah, bat, his Batman run and then um, the uh, Heroes in Crisis, I think he, he uh, wrote. And then what else? Uh, Strange Adventures. Batman Catwoman. Batman Catwoman that we're currently reading right now. And then you're reading Human Target. Yeah, I mean, I read Human Target number one. Total Tom King writing. Total Tom King story. You can totally tell. And it's just that's what I'm leaving myself to question. Let me know, fans, if you guys are in the chat. If you guys, uh, you know, leave, leave us a comment on our social media, Twitter, if you will. But, uh, dude, just uh, I don't know. I, I kind of want to. I think it's going to be 12 issues, like you said, another year of a Tom King story. That's kind of how I feel, Mike. But, dude, they're just so good. You're never going to get one, rid of them. Yeah, this one's a little bit 
you know, different. It kind of reminds me more of a strange adventure because it's more of not a Batman or, you know, it's kind of obviously it's more of a character that I'm not familiar with in this type of uh, what do you call this guy? You know, he he he's like a hitman pretty much. They hire like rich people hire him to to fake to fake himself out or to like pretend to be in this first issue. I mean, if there's any spoilers, you know, earmuffs on spoiler alert, but someone's out to get Lex Luthor, you know, and Lex Luthor hires him and uh, he takes a bullet, uh, obviously not in the head. But I mean, it's a pretty good story, dude. I I do enjoy it, but, you know, I kind of enjoy Newburn a little bit more by Chip Sardaski and image image comes again with some fire dude yeah it's just uh it's just the type of you know i called it like a mafia mystery pretty much so you know the antagonist is pretty much a ex you know i don't even know so much how much of a cop that he is but he's pretty much i think kind of like an ex mobster type dude and the cops so pretty much there's there's a crime that involves some 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 kilos you feel me some of that yeah i mean cocaine right so you got yeah. the you got the mobsters and he comes in to investigate and there's no reason for him to be there kind of some cops call him in the cops could be dirty we don't know yet but people are questioning what is he doing here he comes in but dude the dude's so smart you know he's just like fbi detective 101 and he's just sniffing stuff out Pretty much at the end of the day, the chick that's living at the apartment pretty much kind of was uh, in on it with the mobster. And one of the mobsters is like in jail now. And he goes in this this dude, the 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 main guy goes to visit him. And basically the guy thinks he's going to get him out and got like better words for him. He's like, no, you're going to do time. You effed up. And that's that. And like he goes back to the he goes back to the um to the apartments and he he talks to the chick and he takes the painting off the wall and there it is the fake you know the plaster the fresh plaster where the hole in the wall where the kilos were kept so she was in on it and he basically wants to team up with her now dude it was a wild story like it was real it was real real good new burn by chip sardaski jacob phillips and uh, nice. I mean, I'm pulling this one for sure. And the only reason why I'm in question of even pulling Human Target is because this one came out the same week. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, Chip's good, man. Uh, Stillwater is one of my favorite image books too. Like, it's still going strong. They're building like this whole like little universe of their like like Stillwater is that community where you know you don't age. People who go in out, they're they're not welcome. And um, yeah, no, it's it's. I'm so glad you know looks what? like he's got some fire books. You know what? I'm glad you're actually still reading that because I did enjoy it. I just think that, like I said before, I treat my comics book stories that I read at times kind of like the stocks that I hold. Sometimes you just got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, right? Mm-hmm. Know when to sell them, know when to pull them, know when to stop reading them. And, you know, and you you enjoyed it to keep pulling it. I enjoyed it for the first four or five issues, but I kind of just dropped it and you just keep telling me that you enjoy it. So I'm glad that you kept reading it so you can keep, I can kind of live vicariously through you with the still water, you know, and just kind of, you do the same with me through, through me with some books, I'm sure, you know, I know you're not reading made in Korea, but I talk about it so damn much, but (laughs) nonetheless, nonetheless, 
you know, good books last week. Enjoyed it. I wish Primordial was a little bit better. I got Batman, which you didn't read, which was decent. I still am liking a detective a lot more than I'm liking Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sucks. Uh, Tynion. I know he's not going to be on it, but I, you know, he uh, kind of gave up on the story as he's handing it off to Williamson, right? He's just like here, you know, kind of. Give- that was one sixteen, right? That is yeah. one sixteen, correct? So he's um, only got. She's only got what one more, right? Because one eighteen right. is because one eighteen is Williamson. So, adios. Oh to James no, Tanya. no, dude, no wonder. I knew, I knew there was something up these last couple issues. It just, I as I'm reading it, I just don't, I, I don't feel it. You know, I, you oh, know, man. Batman was pretty. You know, I felt like the writing, and now it's kind of like just going through the motions in these Batman books for some reason. Yeah. Well, you know what? To... We have him. I have him in Department of Truth. We have him in on Nice House on the yeah. Lake. He's still giving us much to talk about on this uh, podcast. So uh, that's the book for this week. Be better than huh? Batman right now. I know. So if you have any recommendations, like we say every single week uh, for, you know, mainstream books, you know, to small, small time publishers that we usually don't even talk about, please reach out to us, make us recommendations. Or if you yourself are a writer or an artist, please reach out to us. We will plug your book. We'll have you on the show. Reach out to us. Our email is thecommonbookies at gmail.com. Uh, all right. So we have a, a couple pieces of news, some headlines. In the comics slash entertainment world, uh, we were talking about it right before we started recording, Mark. But the new poster of Spider-Man: No Way Home. You said there's a couple more Spider-Men, and what I see, I don't know which one you saw, but I saw right over his shoulder in the very dist in the very you know in the distance is Green Goblin. I see the legs of you know Doc Ock. I see some sand going through. I don't know if that's dust or whatever, but I see sand, maybe like Sandman, dude. I'm getting like a Sinister Six vibe here. That there's going to be six different villains that are going to come back, and he's going to have to, you know, this whole new multiverse thing. I don't even know what to expect because, you know, you knew kind of what to expect in the first two Spider-Man movies. But now that this whole thing with WandaVision and Loki has happened, you have no idea what the hell is going to happen in this whole universe. You know, I still didn't finish What If, so I don't know if that has any ties in because allegedly it does. At the what very if last it does? Episode of what if? So I mean, what, what if? What if it does? I don't know, but um, I'm, but I'm excited. I'm what's excited, it? and I think it's a Sp- movie. What's this one called? Spider-Man. Get what is it? Get your ass home. <laughs> no way home. I know. <laughs> your GPS doesn't work. There's no way home. <laughs> get your ass home, damn Peter Parker. Get your ass home. Oh man. Um, in other movie news, No Time to Die, the James Bond movie that has been out in theaters for a month is now officially today as you record November 9th, 2021 is now available to rent. I actually don't know where you can rent it. If it's like Paramount plus or Peacock or Netflix or HBO max or whatever the hell Amazon, but somewhere you can rent it for 1999. If you haven't already seen it in the theaters, that is exactly what I'm going to do. One of the days of my upcoming long weekend this week. Will you be, uh, diving into, uh, James Bond on your TV screen instead of the, you know, silver screen, sir. How do you feel about that? 1999 to rent a movie. I mean, we we did 30 bucks for Cruella. We did 30 bucks for Jungle Cruise. We did that just, you know, what I'm saying it's like 20 bucks is way easier because I would easily pay the 15 each from my wife. I and we're going to get some saying. popcorn. We're going to go to the liquor store and get some cheap candy and, and, and soda pops, you know, but, but so event. if that turns into a 40, $50 night, 
I for only 20 feel, bucks. I just feel like the whole way the world is going, Facebook, not not FB anymore, but it's going to be Meta, not Meta World Peace, but the Metaverse, right? It's just, dude, I, I, I talk to my niece sometimes. And it's like she doesn't even like kids these days feel like they don't even want to go out. It's like no, you I got know. this metaverse, you got this Oculus, you got these NFTs. It's like it's like it's we're gonna be anti, like it's very it's antisocial, like, you know. It's like yeah, it's like we're gonna be living in this like like virtual world, dude, where it's like we're gonna have this podcast and we're gonna meet up and we're gonna have like a virtual stage and then people can like be virtually like watching us and you know, like it's just I feel like everything is set up these days to like I I talked to my sister-in-law. She's like, oh, my God, I tried, like, Amazon food delivery. I'm like, oh, like, Instacart. She's like, I don't even have to leave my house. And I'm like, dude, that, that's the problem. Like, that's what I'm so scared yeah. of. Like, everything is, like, set up, right? And, like, you mentioned 1999 to rent James Bond, right? That's cool. And I, and I admit, like, it's way cheaper than going to the theaters. But obviously the theaters is an experience, right? But, I mean, you obviously have experience when these damn TVs in your house are getting up to, like, 75, 80 inches, right? Where you got these humongous TVs. People got these surround sound systems. And it's, like, it's so much comfortable. You got groceries delivered to your house. You got, you know, Uber pick you up. You got, you know, DoorDash bring you food. It's just I, the way yeah. technology is going, it's almost like we're getting to the point. And then we have these damn lockdowns for COVID. It's supposed to be two weeks to stop the spread. You know, it's just like it's crazy that mm -hmm. we're still dealing with like COVID restrictions in certain areas. Not so much restrictions, but mandates on masks still and what have you. But it's just crazy that the way of the world right now, in my opinion, it feels like Jesus, like we're just – it's like you want us to just be at home 24 seven yeah. like man, and then you and then you good. wonder why people complain that they're so like you know socially awkward you know it's like no communication like, skills well, yeah but like how did like like how would me and you now go to a bar and try to like you know talk to a girl like flirt with her like buy her a drink like how like how would she react to us approaching them now or like vice versa how would girls approach men you know like do they even do that you know because like yeah. I've been out of the game since, you know, 2000 for almost 10 years now, as far as, you know, tr tr going out with friends and being in, you know, living like the single life. So that's what I'm kind of worried about, too, is like I don't want our kids to grow up and feel like they can't go outside and like talk to people because like my daughter, she's like really out there like, hi, my name's Maddie. Like we always joke like, Maddie, you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get kidnapped one of these days because you just talk to everybody, you know. Oh, what's that candy? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> She's just like out there. She's just so friendly. She's but like willing kids. to talk to people. She's not really shy at all. And I don't want her to like grow up and you know have a Zoom this and you know oh it's okay what, what? it's okay I can buy everything I need. I don't have to go to Target or the grocery store or the market or the movie theaters. Everything I can sit on my ass and do it. And then it comes to me whether it's on my TV or my computer screen or to the front door. Well, just think about it. Like you got doctors, right? And it's like my dad gets fed up. Obviously, my dad's like in his mid seventies, right? Worked for Kaiser his whole life, pretty mm -hmm. much since he came to the states. And you know, it's just like he feels like he wants to be treated with a little bit more respect. You know, I obviously get it. It's the pandemic, but the way of the world that it changed after the pandemic. It's like my dad's trying to get. Uh, you know, doctor's appointments and they just want to set them up with like Zoom calls and emails. And my dad's like, you know, it's like BS in a way. Yeah, because it's like 
it's it's like I pay it's like you, everyone you pay for health insurance and now you got like these doctors making whatever two three hundred thousand however much these doctors making all types of money and all they have to do is sit in their office and push emails and have Zoom calls with like patients now like no like you're yep. a doctor see your patient you know face to face interactions which I know they're still doing I'm not gonna sit here and just rag on all like the healthcare systems but at the <laughs> end of the day you know it's just uh, it's just you know it's just no, I, I feel know. like everything just wants to go so digital and so virtual yeah. and so some of it is cool like it was fun like playing games virtually and like having 3D glass I bought my I have a 3T I have a 3D TV downstairs remember mm-hmm. how popular those were for a couple years you would buy the TV and they came with the four glasses and you would press the button and you could watch TV 3D I mean those things were around for about 5 years I still got one that's how old my TV is yeah. the Samsung it's pretty good TV I'm not going to give up on it but nonetheless that you know that gave up quick and now it's just like you got Oculus, Metaverse. It's just scary what's happening, man. I just hope that we don't become such a like virtual world where it's just it's yeah. just you know. And then you know, and then COVID has has a lot to do with it now too. That. It's you know, so people people who are on unfortunately, I don't want to like call size, but you have one side who's like wants to go back to a normal life, and this has nothing to do with politics. It's just like you know, wanting to get you know rid of the uh covid you know the pandemic and kind of want they want to get back to a normal you know way of life they want to go out and do things they want to go to a park or to the movies or to a restaurant you know what i'm saying and then you have uh, another side who are i wouldn't say scared still but they're like okay but they're okay with everything being digitized as well like you have a huge huge amount of the population who don't care they're like oh i don't care like i don't care you know what i'm saying like I didn't really, you know, I didn't really go to the movies anyways, but now I can see every movie I wanted to and I don't have to get up and drive and and, and it's cheaper. And not even that. You have people who are enabling it, which is at one, you know, whatever, some things it is cheaper or whatever. It's, it's fine. But then you have people who are going to, they want to go out. So again, it's like divided, you know? And not even that, you're going to be able to meet up with your buddies in the metaverse and show off your NFTs. And then you're going to be able to watch the movie with them in your personal movie theater and your mansion and your digital world, dude. It's just, dude. It's like a Sims. It's like a real yeah, life Sims. It, thank you. The Sims of 2030, dude. Ugh. It's coming. It's scary. Yeah, whatever. Okay, back to the news. I have three more little headlines. Uh, Miss Gal Gadot will play the evil queen in a live action Snow White and the Seven Doors movie. Oh. So, uh,. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if she still plays like the the evil, like when she goes like super evil and she gets all ugly and stuff. Which um, I don't know. I I I don't want to see Gal Gadot in any type of makeup that makes her look like what the evil queen's supposed to look like when she's gonna poison Snow White. That's um, sure. Yeah, Leticia Wright, she is um, T'Challa, the Black Panther's uh, sister. In the movie Black Panther, she is injured while filming uh, Black Panther 2, and it has since been halted. So filming of the movie has been halted due to um, one of the leads of Black Panther 2, Leticia Wright. She has been injured. So that sucks. Don't know what they're going to do, you know. Um, now, The Eternals wins the domestic weekend with $71 million. And I – you know – I don't get this. The news reports this, but they say, oh, um, you know, despite it did bad. 
despite bad reviews. Yeah. No, like it won the weekend, so it got m- the most money. But like, oh, uh, you know, despite bad re- bad reviews, and then they started going in like of the telecast of like the newscasters. Like one or two of them was like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna go see it because I see these bad reviews. I was like, you are tripping. I have never once not gone to see a movie Based because because one guy gave it a thumbs up or a thumbs down like screw you i don't care what rotten tomato says i not to you know offense i don't care what you say i'm gonna if i was interested i'm gonna go freaking see it if i'm interested in a book if it, if it previews you know it's like oh hmm, you know what so-and-so says cross the bears i'm very good i'm gonna go i'm gonna go read it at least the first issue i'm gonna go watch the movie you know what so i mean it can't be that bad. It can't be Thor Dark World. Squiggles, what's up? He says we are his faves. He or she, sorry. I don't want to assume. But thank Squiggles. you, Squiggles. For, thank you so much for jumping in the chat. You know what? It's been a, it's been a while, I think, Squiggles. It's been a month or two since we've heard from you. So glad that you are back in the chat. Um, yes, but sir. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Um, so, so yeah, 71 million ticket sales. I want sales. to go see him. Seventy-one million in ticket sales from release in almost forty-one hundred theaters. Um, fourth best U.S. opening weekend of the pandemic or era, joining Marvel-inspired titles Venom, Let There Be Carnage at ninety million, Black Widow at eighty million, and Shang Chi: The Legend of Ten Rings at seventy point seventy-five point three million. So, yeah, Eternals did pretty good. It's obviously not going to be played in China due to critical remarks made by its director, uh, the China-born Oscar-winning filmmaker, Mike, Chloe Zhao. Yeah, Uh, Chloe Zhao. Zhao, dude, uh, you know, shout out Chloe Zhao. I love you for that because, uh, man, I think the uh, remarks have to be made. You know, you know, just uh, it's not just about money all the time. You know, it's about human rights and it's about it's really about, you know, people having, you know, freedom of life and freedom of choice and whatnot. So and we know sometimes uh, obviously the Chinese government probably bans from the comic bookie podcast being out there. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, I think that Eternals uh, uh, is going to keep making money. Anything that Marvel puts out, like Alex says, Marvel doesn't care about comic books. They care about the big screen. And uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I wish that they would put a little bit of more time and effort into some of their books because you know they're obviously classics but feels like the only one that really people give about a damn about is that peter parker and that amazing spider-man but mm-hmm. uh you yeah. know but they're we'll still gonna be pumping dude. it out dude they're still pumping it out they're still gonna have dr strange thor black panther um shoot hawkeye gets his own series you know how many of these shows are gonna get a season two like loki's already set for a season two so they have so many more things to come out, but yeah, they're on a somewhat of a downward trend because I heard Shang Chi was pretty good, but if they're you know, if the Eternals isn't going to do that well, they better you know, I mean they have Spider Man coming out in a month and a half or just over uh, you know five or six weeks, that's going to rake in the dough, dude, the dough. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's all one I have. If you have, if you have another one. One last piece of news before mm-hmm. we uh, continue. Not really even news, but just condolences to Astro World and the victims. Oh, Man, dude, I know. Ne- I've never been a part of something that crazy and that massive. You know, I get to concerts. I usually have a seat. I don't care if I'm like kind of more like nosebleeds or halfway in between the pit and the nosebleeds. But mm-hmm. 
dude, just uh, I, I don't know. It might actually be Squiggles that's on here. If Squiggles is still on here, let us know if you ever been the mosh pit. But I had one of my uh, my boy Ben tell me that, you know, he's like, dude, it's like you feel like you really can't breathe. I've never experienced that. But you figure, you know, I heard on a podcast today, the guy was saying you have, you know, obviously there's probably different stages at this event. Right. It's kind of like a festival. So you have this stage, that stage. and You have the main stage. Obviously, you know, Travis Scott's playing. But you might have like 20,000 people at that stage and 20,000 people when they hear, you know, Travis Scott's about to play, they start rushing towards that main stage. Mm -hmm. And it's just that influx of people and just, man, it's just a sad, sad state of affairs to hear eight people dying at a concert because we saw I mean, Mike. You, I told you about that Woodstock '99 documentary on HBO Max that you checked out, and that yeah, thing became—I mean, that thing, be, that thing became a shit show. What Limp Biscuit and all the how the promoters were trying to blame it all on MTV, and I mean, mm-hmm. dude, that I was a great documentary, dude. I, 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 enjoyed, I really enjoyed it thoroughly. It but dude, like eight people didn't die, and that thing seen fires everywhere. Girls getting harassed because of the girls gone wild days and just the I mean, the way they portrayed it, it was pretty wild because I kind of remember those days. But, dude, eight people dying at a music festival. Uh, Sad, sad in the Houston mm -hmm. area on top of the guy supposedly injecting people with shit with a needle. Oh, my God. I mean, what are we doing, Texas? I know. I mean, I I saw um, I saw a tweet the other day and it said, you know, it was I don't know who it was from, but they posted it. It said first rule of a mosh pit. If you see someone fall, you pick them up. So it's like, you know, people. I mean, and and you've been throwing your shade, too. You've been Mm -hmm. throwing your shade with you've been a cup part of a couple of Mike Mike pits. You've been part of a couple of mosh pits. Yes. Like I've been been throwing your shade. And what have you said? What what have what have Mr. Travis Scott supposed to do? supposed to stop the show i mean like he didn't stop the show you know you had that's why he's getting all the smoke right now yeah that's why you have other people like everyone back every single Mm -hmm. concert goer that went every single ticket he's refunding everybody paying for funerals too i believe a nine-year-old is suing them drake you know champagne poppy he's getting sued right now too he's part of dude it's just uh live nation yeah if you like if you like the short stocks uh, iHeartRadio and Live Nation. Maybe keep a, keep that an eye on your radar and check those charts <laughs> because uh, those things might get a little bit of a downtrend in the upcoming yeah. days if this thing continues on because uh, I, I mean, it's not a good look. Yeah, I mean, I've been in mosh pits too where there's like a section in the middle that people are like standing, whether they need a break or whatever, or like if like someone like dropped their wallet and like you see someone like pick it up, go into the middle of the mosh pit, like hey, I got someone's wallet, like. It's just a different vibe. Like maybe I, I don't know if it was like the more electronic or like rap music. Like like if it was that crowd, you know. But like whenever I've been to a metal show, the craziest thing I've ever seen was when Lamb of God was playing and we were at Shoreline. If no one knows, Shoreline's an amphitheater, so obviously it goes upward, an upward angle. So we're in the lawn and it goes down, and we're towards the front of the lawn area, not involved in this. But they call it the Wall of Death. And before they start the song, it's like a, you know, they spread people apart and then it's like, you know, and then he goes three, two, one, and they just like go ape shit, right? And then the two, you know, the wall of death, they come together, boom, right? And they're just like moshing and like, you know, going up against each other. And then finally that big crowd kind of like there's a bunch of people who like fell and they like fell at our feet. And I was like, oh crap. But like me and my brother and his friend, we turn around, we help people up and stuff, and then everyone just 
disappears and goes and does their business and then just goes into like starts more mosh pits. It wasn't like that big of a deal. And to have to see something like this happen, that's yeah, it Jeez. sucks. And it, it, it sucks. it's I heard it's like cardiac arrest and um, you know, it's just you. It, I mean, you got to think about it. Obviously, you're at a concert, so who knows? Like, I mean, I'm not accusing obviously anybody of doing anything, you know. But at the end of the day, there are concerts, so you know, there's weed being smoked. Who else knows what, like, you know, ecstasy and all, you know, other types of drugs that might have been being consumed. And when you mix, like, drugs in with that type of hectic event and 20,000 in Russia, when I first read the headlines, a crowd surge, I was like, what the hell is a crowd surge, right? right? You know, yeah. it's just, wow, like, I would have never thought that, you know. I've been to concerts with, with that general admission seating on the floor, mm-hmm. and I'm never, I never partake in it. But I've never seen it get that scary. I mean, that, that's some scary shit, man. So, mm-hmm. shot, you know, uh, rest in that's peace. Uh, the eight, the eight fallen uh, concert goers that attended. You know, you go there to have a good time, and uh, tragic things happen at times. So, mm-hmm. um, it sucks. It's the way of the world, and you never know when it's your time to go. So, just enjoy every day. Yeah. Enjoy your life, and enjoy listening to this podcast. But our condolences to the eight people that lost their lives, man. It's and you know, some things on the internet or, or social media you can never really truly believe. But I did see something today that they released names and ages, and they were like all in like in their twenties, I think. Or like most of them in no, their 20s, so just no. There was actually there was like a 14 and a 16 year old also. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I did see. I, yeah. I, I did see teens, teens upwards, and of course the nine year olds in like critical condition. So, um, but yeah, that sucks. Um, Joe, what's going on? Thank you so much for jumping in the chat too. Joe. He's asking if we talk about Henry Ruggs. We did last week, but we'll touch it on uh, it again as we're going to our mid episode uh, break. This we're been the definitely company. gonna Ruggs yeah, Arnett. Ruggs. Oh, God. Yeah. The shit show that is the, that we'll is get the into circus. It. We'll get into it. All that and more on the Compagies podcast. But we're going to take a, a little quick break to grab a drink and uh, maybe go to the bathroom or whatever just to um, re-oil the gears. And we'll be right back with sports. So stay, stay tuned. He's everyone. all NASCAR right now. Stick with us, guys. It's I know, right? Good right? I'm out now. of football. But, yeah, no, we'll be right back. It's going to get these, good. Let's go. After this, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Comic Bookies podcast, where we will now tell you to make sure that both of the legs are left and right on your brand new TVs. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching us live right now on YouTube and Twitch, or if you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. But um, all right, Mark, let's uh, let's do it, dude. Let's start it. Is that five. Here it is. Get it out of the way right now. Oh, man. The end of the NASCAR season was phenomenal. Loved it. Every, loved every second of it. Uh, it was it was definitely a nail biter. Um, unfortunately, I was going from my house to my parents' house to pick up my daughter from a sleepover, have dinner. So unfortunately, I had to actually watch it live on my phone. But Kyle Larson. But, thank, but thanks to this new technology in your virtual world that we just talked about, exactly. you're able to do that. <laughs> yep. I, my right? YouTube TV on my phone. I was watching it live in the passenger seat of my car. But number five from Hendrick Motorsports takes it a year after just thought his career might have been over. But he takes it his 10th win of the season at Phoenix. 
hoist it, raise it up, raise a glass. I was online, like I told you earlier, getting my flag, my hoodie, my hat, all the gear. You know what? Man, what a good feeling. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the honest to God truth. And I told you going into this that he's a Northern California boy. Obviously, he grew up about an hour away from where we were from, right? And obviously by the capital of California mm-hmm. in Sacramento. He's from Elk Grove. And, you know, I thought, you know, I really li- I liked him going into it. But what did I tell you, Mike? If you re- If you go back to episode 131 that we recorded last week, mm-hmm. you know, you you obviously picked him. He's your driver. You obviously, you know, Sean, you know, you, you picked for him saying Chase. You know, I said, you know, might as well. I'll go with, you know, Hamlin, right? Yeah. Hamlin, he's hungry. He's he's this, he's that. If it wasn't for that, you know, if it wasn't for that caution flag at the end with like 30, 40 to go that it was, like you know. 25, 27. So, you know. Hamlin was coming on. He was coming on strong. I think, you know, I think Hamlin would have had something for, you know, everyone in that field. But at the end of the day, the caution came. And at the end of the day, this, my guys, this, everybody out there is why this competitive motorsport is my favorite. You know, there's Indy, there's Formula One, there's Rally. There's all types of, you know, sports cars. There's Moto all GP, types yeah. of racing. MotoGP, I showed you the crazy, you know. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, you know, this is why I love NASCAR. This is why, to me, it's the best form of racing that we have, at least here in the United States, to consume my time with. Because this is why I get so excited why we practice. This is why we practice, Mike. This is why we qualify. Yes, Kyle Larson has been the best car. Yes, Kyle Larson has been dominant. Couple road courses, he's won on every type of track on the circuit that we have. Ten wins, obviously, that proves his dominance. But if he wouldn't have qualified, if we didn't have practice this week, last week, if we wouldn't have qualification last week, right? Or we did have it. But this is why he still had to go bust his ass. That team, that driver had to set up that car. That driver had to go get that qualification spot and qualify number one, you know, over Chase to be able to get that number one pit stall. And at the end of the day, that number one pit stall is what won Kyle Larson. Not just the number one pit stall, but the pit crew in general. Yep. You got that number one stall. You got the pit crew. They hit it. He got out of there. They had a short run car. And that's exactly what they needed to win the championship. And back-to-back years, Hendrick Motorsports gets it with the nine last year, with the five this year. Shout out to Rick. He knew what he was doing when he got this kid from Northern California. And I couldn't be more excited for you, my co-host, Mike. I'm a Ford fan. I'm a Logano fan. I always tell you, and you've known this ever since you've known me and you've liked NASCAR, I've told you, if Larson was in a Ford, you knew who my guy would be. So. I go for manufacturer first, and then I go for my guy second. So congratulations, Mike. Congratulations, Kyle Larson. You are a champion. You'll never let cancel culture uh, fail. Uh, cancel you out, man. And mm-hmm. it, it, what a ride, dude. I mean, ten I wins. Know. Ten wins, dude. Just awesome, awesome season. Thank you. And uh, I'm I'm glad to be. I'm glad that you're a fan of uh, Kyle Larson because I got you into NASCAR. 
You became yeah. a fan of the kid. I don't know. I don't even know why you're a fan. Probably because he's from Northern Cali. I don't remember. That's but, what I picked. Okay. I mean, I mean, when you like when you I I went over to your house for the Daytona 500. And, you know, my wife came too. We all had it was like a big party, big thing. And um, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, like, you know, of course I didn't really like you're like it's competition. I, I, I really didn't care. I was more of there for a kick it, you know. And then all of a sudden you said, you're like Mike, come on, just sit down. Watch about like, you know, 20. This is Daytona. So like sit down there for like a half hour, watch like 20 laps. So I was like, all right, cool. He's like, you know, I was like, you know what? And I think we were like getting into gambling as well. So we were like going online and it's like, oh, so who do you think is going to win? Oh, here's oh, the odds on, 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 on like manufacturer or here's the matchups. Here's like who's going to win. And then you were like and then you told me and Sean, you're like, oh, you know, you got to pick a driver. You got to pick a driver, too. So you can like root for him at the same time. And you were like, like these are the young guns. You got Chase Elliott, you got Ryan Blaney, and and you got uh, Kyle Larson. This Kyle Larson, man, he's he's really good. That's and, uh, right. He's, he's actually I did from California. Tell you guys that. So I was like, you know what? Because I because I almost went for I was, it was either Kyle Larson or Ryan Blaney because like Ryan Blaney was familiar to me because it would have been the same team as Logano. So I was like, oh, like we could root for like Penske together. But I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with the California guy, a guy from California. So yeah. Five, five, six years later, he's a champion. He's like the fifth different driver from Hendrick Motorsports, I think, to win a championship. I think it was uh, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and uh, Terry or Bobby Labonte. Wait, say that again? He's the fifth different Hendrick Motorsports driver to win a championship. Jimmy Johnson. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, like Terry Labonte, I think, or Bobby Labonte. One of the Labonte brothers or cousins or whatever they are. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I'm so glad that you told me that right now because I, as big as a NASCAR fan that I am, I've actually never thought about that. So you're telling me that they have the most championships and well, I think besides Petty, right? Or maybe not, but they have like what 14 or 15 championships, I think. Mm-hmm. With just five and with four drivers. Five, yeah. Jesus, five drivers, yeah. Dude, and, and and think about it. They had Kyle Busch at one point. Kyle Busch was driving the five. And oh, they gave, wow. they gave or his contract was up or something. But I know at one point, Kyle Busch was signed with Hedrick Motorsports. Mm. So, dude, I mean, Dang. Rick Rick knows how to find talent um, to just uh, – no one had anything for Hendrick this year. I told you guys that. I think that I think that Gibbs actually would have had something for Hendrick if uh, it was a longer run. If the like you said, 27 laps. I think if it would have been 47, I think that mm. Truex and uh, and uh, Hamlin yeah, Truex was on some- his ass for for a minute. He was uh, 0.6, 0.5 seconds away, and then he would get back down to over a second. But he was going back and forth. I don't know if Larson would have held on if it was another 10 laps. Yeah. Sorry, Sean, but all I give a damn is that Hamlin passed because I even told your brother this, Mike. I said, take Hamlin to finish in the top three. Right. That's all Mm -hmm. I said. And he was fourth and he passed Chase Elliott like what, like 10 to go, eight to go to get to get into that third position, running that high line right against that fence, kind of doing the Kyle Larson to try to, I mean, I've, that's, I mean, Hamlin, dude, it sucks, dude. In my opinion, dude, I mean, I know I talk about JGR. I talk about, you know, you know, the Toyotas, I talk about this, but at the end of the day, Denny Hamlin has been a driver in this sport pretty much since I've been a fan in like 06, 07, going on dude it's going on dude 
damn near almost 20 years, 15, 20 years since I've been a NASCAR fan. That's crazy. But nonetheless, dude, I mean, I remember Hamlin just being in it this whole time, dude, and just to see how good he is and see how his sponsor has been so loyal to him and that FedEx Toyota team and just, you know, it's just it kind of sucks, dude. It's I mean, I know deep down inside he wants to cry. You know, we saw Larson crying and well-deserved, but man, how many times has Hamlin been there and been so damn close and he just cannot win a championship He's going to go down as one of the top, what, is, I think there's like four or five drivers to have 25-plus wins and never win a championship. Mm, and, dang. I mean, Hamlin, dude, I mean, good dude. You know, you can say what you want about him, but at the end of the day, he's a competitor. He goes out there, you know, in my opinion, he races people fair uh, and just, man, he was there. He got there to Phoenix He's been there a couple times in this championship race, and the poor guy from uh, Chesterfield, Virginia, you know, he just can't get it done. You know, it sucks, but he's got another year. He's got another couple years to try to get it done at the end of the day. I hope that, you know, he he has another opportunity to try to get another championship. Yeah. Just as long as it's not in the hands of uh, Joey Logano or, uh, you know, your boy Kyle Larson again, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, uh, and then Joey Logano tweeted he's like 22 in 2022. So we'll see. I don't give a damn because you know what? I'm the one that <laughs> tweeted that first. Don't tell me. You know, I said that first, dude. I was pissed. <laughs> I know. I was pissed, no, dude. But, you can't go into right 20. I mean, at go the ahead. end of the day, that's going to be a complete toss up year. Gen 6 car, who knows who the hell is going to perform. That's a couple true. years back, the Fords were performing. The last two seasons, the Chevrolets and Hendrick have been kicking ass, obviously winning the last two championships. And now with this whole new car coming out, who the hell knows who's going to hit it? Brad Keselowski yeah. going to be at Roush Fenway, RFK Racing. You're going to have, you know, Austin Cindric teaming up with Logano and Blaney out there at Team Penske. Obviously, you're still going to have the same stable at Hendrick Motorsports with with uh, more sports at Hendrick Motorsports <laughs> <laughs> at Hendrick Motorsports with uh, with um, Bowman and Byron. You know, and Bowman had like four wins this Byron, year. Dude, Byron cost me hella money this season. <laughs> the right hell out of here, dude. I keep betting against Byron. The dude's been balling out, dude, with uh yeah. With his crew chief, uh, he's got a funny name, dude, but Rudy Fugel. Yeah, that's his name, crew chief Rudy But, I mean, the, the team to look for is um, is um, Stuart Haas. They really have to improve over this next year, and you know, because you can't – I mean, come on. Amarola has always been subpar his whole career. Obviously, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a playoff driver at least, but Harvick besides, runs besides the Harvick, state. there's nothing really – I mean, Chase Briscoe, Rookie of the Year this year. I mean, yeah, he's got to yeah, give him true. time. Rookie Cole of the Year Kessler. this year, but I saw, but I saw him uh, DNF as many times as I did see him finish in the top ten or twelve, <laughs> including on Sunday. So I mean, <laughs> so I don't know, but You're I mean, Cole, the, the general Cole Custer, Cole number forty-one. Yeah. I mean, he got that win. I think what at Kansas last year, one of the last uh, races did. to propel him into the um, into the round of uh, eight or or well, whatever. You know, 
you know, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt because even Harvick didn't do that good this year. Mr. Nine win Harvick last year. So, That's you true. know, you you got you got to kind of wait, see what Stuart Haas. I, look, don't be don't be surprised if the teams that didn't hit it this year hit it next year. Because mm-hmm. those might have been the teams that just were giving up on this even in season and said, we don't give a damn about these cars. We're already building the cars for the future in the our Gen house. 6. Yeah. Dale. Suarez, Suarez and uh, Kurt Busch there. <laughs> is it? Right? Isn't Suarez? Isn't, um... well, Kurt Busch is with Bubba Wallace, jackass. Oh, oh, that's right. oh, they're having a second car to 2311? 2345. 23. When I come five. back like Jordan wearing the four or five, God. it ain't to play games with you. It's an aim at you. Probably main with you. Well, the, who's the second car now of Trackhouse? Isn't Trackhouse? Um, you got Suarez 99, and isn't it uh, Chastain? I, I thought it was the 42. Okay, no, so it's a 42. Bush, it's Bush. Kurt Bush. No, no, That's no, no. What, oh, you know, you got me confused because I'm thinking of uh, – I'm thinking of uh, – uh, I'm thinking of Chip Ganassi. No, no, no. Kurt Busch is going to Toyota. He's a Toyota driver now. He's going to be with Bubba Wallace, and he's going to be driving okay. the number 45 car. Bubba Wallace is driving the 23. At Trackhouse, oh, he's going to have the okay. 9 and Ross Chastain, I think. In the 1 or 42? Or is it a completely know. different number? I don't know. It we'll might be a completely different the, uh, number. the clash at the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I know. So uh, we have a lot of um, football and other sports, uh, oh, so, basketball sorry. and hockey. Sorry, we went a little bit long on NASCAR, but at least you guys don't have to hear it for another three months. So yeah. bear with us. Besides me bragging about Kyle Larson winning the championship between now and the like third week of February, because now we have one extra week of the NFL. It's not the second week of February. It is now the third week of February that the Daytona 500 will occur. But uh, before we get to the NFL, let's talk a little NBA. So, Mark, I mean, shoot, oh. the Warriors, they win again yesterday. Like Sean said, they are what? They're the only team still with only one loss? Are sure, they? Nine yeah, dude. So what city? What do you, you think? Have you, been, have you been keeping up? I know the NBA is your favorite sport. Uh, it's my how favorite much sport. have you been keeping up on it? Um, I like when I see the Warriors play, like I don't kind of keep up to date on like what time they play, but when I get it on my watch or on my phone, like, Oh, the Warriors start. Sometimes I'll turn it on for a quarter or so. I won't, I won't sit there and watch the whole game, but out of their 10 games so far, I probably tuned into about four or five of them, about half of the games. Yeah. The Warriors almost are like must watch TV. This dude, Curry, he's just coming into himself. Yeah. Sometimes at work, you know, like half the days out of the weeks, seven out of 14 days I'm at work when they usually play. So it's kind of hard to watch. So I try to watch him on my days off, my evenings off. The Warriors nine and one in the Western conference, obviously Mm -hmm. nine and one in the whole league. They are leading the Utah jazz by one and a half games sitting at eight and three. Utah is Dallas sitting at seven and three. The Suns, your last semi uh, Western conference champions at six and three, two and a half games back. Yeah. You got the Los Angeles Lakers sitting in eighth, man, six and five, kind of mediocre three and a half games back. It's a long season, but dude, you got the Sacramento Kings that have like showed us a little bit of fight. You got the Portland trailer blazers that have been a perennial kind of playoff team as of late, you know, Sean's got, bulls, Sean's dude, bulls are tied for first in that's the a East. Whole, dude, I'm just talking, <laughs> dude. I think that this NBA season is actually going to be real, real good. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. 
I'm excited. You got Miami Heat seven and three, tied with the Bulls seven and three. The Wizards. Who would have thought the Wizards would have been this good? Yeah, I know it's right. early. I keep saying it because the Nets are still favored here at about two and a half, three to one to win this uh, NBA title for 21-22 with uh, Kevin Durant. Obviously, maybe they think that Kyrie coming back, but man, I don't think that boy coming back. So. Those odds might start dropping. You're going to start seeing Golden State creeping their way up from their 9 to 10, 1, 8 and 1 position, mm-hmm. depending on what book you're shopping at right now. But you're going to start seeing Golden State creeping up in there because you got a 9 and 1 team sitting at 9 and 1. Um, with Clay coming back, if this dude and Curry can hit it, these veteran players with, you know, Wiggins and obviously Draymond Green, another veteran up in there, dude, this team, mm, telling you watch yeah. out watch I mean, out it's always the nba is obviously always better when the warriors are good but you know what team that makes the nba better when they're good in a playoff team i think okay. is the knicks oh I, I always like to see the knicks doing well like i i could give a rat's ass if they're gonna win the championship but when they're up there in the top you know five six seven teams even or even a, a division winner i think it's more intriguing Obviously, the Bulls, not as much. It doesn't feel that way ever since Jordan's been gone. But I don't know. Something about the Knicks. I, you know, I always like to see them good. And then yeah, I, but think I'm fa- about it. Uh, we, we get an Eastern Conference with the with the Bulls back and the Knicks back, right? I know, right? This That's going like to be 19, fun. This is Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan basketball over again. If, Look at the Suns with Charles if, Barkley sitting in fourth. If the playoffs were to start today, the five and six Milwaukee Bucks, two and a half back from the Miami Heat, would not be in the playoffs. And the Warriors so I, would be playing the Lakers in the first round. That's right. And we'd be <laughs> killing them because we're, you know, we're, we're because because Kyle Larson, Northern Cali, roots for the Warriors, right? He's probably even more of he, a, <laughs> Yeah, even though he was spending all the last couple of days in L.A. He went to the oh, Lakers yeah, that's game. Right, he was that's sitting, right. interviewed in front of the Coliseum. I, I, so. That's where <laughs> the, media, the media has to twist that shit. You know that boy don't give a damn about the Lakers. He's a Northern Cali kid, either yeah. Kings or Warriors, baby. Yeah, that's true. But um, okay. But it's been interesting so far. Uh, we'll check in on the NBA either next week or in a couple weeks. But uh, let's go, man. Let's give the people what they're looking for. So again, if you are interested in joining our super contest, I know we're halfway through the season, but we are going based off of like percentages. So if someone can at least jump in for at least three to four or five weeks, we will honor it. Please. Uh, right now, obviously, Aaron is winning our fan contest. Um, but if you want to, please give us four games. You pick against the spread, four games, and um, the winner of the end of the season, as far as based off of winning percentage, we're going to send them a nice prize pack of T-shirts, stickers, um, flyers, you name it, maybe a book. Sean, <laughs> Sean, when I said that a couple weeks ago, Sean was like, huh, uh, I'm not going to win my book. But hey, if I have a duplicate of something or something I can let go, we will make that happen. Uh, we all suck. We all sucked ass last week. All three of us going one and three. Uh, Mark, you're sitting now a game under 500 at 15, 16 and one. Sean, he is at 11, 20 and one. And I had my chance to, you know, catapult myself above Sean, but I did not. I am sitting now at a Chase Elliott and Matt DiBenedetto and Brad Keselowski. <laughs> Keselowski. <laughs> awesome. 9, 21 and two. 
So even though those last two drivers probably won't will not be sitting in those cars next season. And, and I'm at a retired Clint Boyer, a retired Greg Biffle and a retired Kurt Busch from the one I chicken ass. <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> this is great, right. dude. We know, suck. We suck. We, well, we, we, really, we can really make suck. light of it. Right. I know. Sean, right? and Sean's Sean's at Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and Kurt Busch. I love it. Oh man. All oh, right. So, God. so since we're going, uh, since we all finished the same, so it's going to go, Mark, you have the b- best record. You go first, Sean goes second, and then myself. So let's start the, um, TCB Wait. super contest picks of the week. We get four, um, and go ahead, go first and tell us your pick and why, bro. We have four teams with a buy this week. Uh, thank God the bears, the giants, the Texans and the Bengals. So no freebies Wait. this week. Mark. Wait, who are the, who are the buys? Say that again. Uh, Chicago Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, New York Giants, and Houston Texans. So no freebie with the Houston Texans. Oh, I don't sir. get the te- – oh, I don't get – Sean oh. barely won that one. They won like what, like 14 or, – or I forgot what it was. They barely won by like uh, 10 or 11 or whatever. I forgot what it was, but they were favored by 6.5, and, and they like barely won. Sean almost went 4-0. and I mean 0-4. So what's your first pick and why? I have Sean's picks. I will get his up right now because he's got second – I won't actually look at look, it I'm, until – so there we go. Do, 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 do. I will go with the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, Rams. Okay. After losing this week, oh, they're on the road in San Francisco. L.A. Rams minus four. Let's and see. I just don't like what I see out of the Niners. They're 0-4 at yeah. home. They got another home game here. They just can't win. They can't win at Levi's. This isn't the old candlestick. The magic's not there. As your boy Damon Bruce likes to say, the turkey on the 50 is not alive right now. <laughs> so um, minus four, I think the Rams coming off that embarrassing, you know, kind of. I mean, it was embarrassing in my eyes when you're playing at home. When you're kind of got a lot of the money coming your way, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously it sways the other way. And that's why those lights are bright in the desert out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that the Rams kind of get it together. The Niners, they're just not it this year. They just lost their right tackle and Mike McGlinchey for the year. What I think a shoulder issue. If Sean was here, he'd be able to talk about that a little bit more since he's the resident 49er fan of the comic Mm -hmm. movies podcast. I mean, he texts us, though. He's just like, they're just they're just not good right now. It's just absolute and utter trash. It's not good. They suck, dude. They've lost so much. So when are we going to hear? I I don't listen to local radio because me and you are, are Raider fans and A's fans, and we know who they talk about when it comes to local radio. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. They're going to talk about the Warriors, the 49ers and the Giants. A's get no love. Raiders get no love. I mean, obviously Raiders won't anymore because they're in Las Vegas, but I have, you know, kind of, yeah, eh, you're good. I'm good off you. But are the, are the local radios shows? I don't know if you listen, like, what are they saying about Kyle Shanahan? When is he all of a sudden not a good head coach about like, Shanahan. You know what I'm saying? I haven't heard anything about Shanahan. I think that Why? the general manager, I think that the general manager and, um, Mr. Tampa Bay, Stanford, Tom Lynch, Tom Lynch uh, John Lynch, Tom Lynch. Yeah, John Lynch. I think that you forgot, you forgot his name last week or two weeks ago, too. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a forgettable name because I don't want to remember what he did against exactly. our Raiders in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah, I don't blame you. Exactly. 
Gruden's going to be a forgettable name here pretty soon, too. Jeez, dude. But, Ruggs, uh, so is Arnett. We got a laundry list. So let's get to that game in a minute. But why do you think – why is Kyle Shanahan not on, like, the hot list of, like, you know what? If you go injuries. six – if you go six and 11 – not this year. What, his running back? If you go six, if you if he goes six and eleven, he's fired, right? Or no? No, he won't get fired this season. He won't. I just think that they're going to let they're him. Gonna, they're going to let him transition with into uh, quarterback. Yeah, Trey Lance. Court- exactly. Okay. All right. Yes. Exactly. Come on. We're on the same page here, brother. I, I'm just guessing it. I, I but I don't agree with it at the same time. Sean's pick next. Sean's pick is he's going with the uh, he's laying some wood in a division in AFC East division matchup. The Buffalo Bills minus 13 in at the Jets. Now, the uh-huh. Jets have only two wins, but they have two wins at home. I like you know, so if they can. I don't know. I like kind of like the Jets, too. Do you? I know. <laughs> I mean, the Bills only scored six don't points. Tip last your hand. Week. So don't tip your so, hand too early. I know. Right. But, you know, the Buffalo Bills only scored six points last week. Josh Allen played like crap. The other Josh Allen played, you know, he sacked him, he picked him off, and I think he recovered one of his fumbles uh, last week. But, I mean, then at the same time, if you're thinking just, you know, how gambling works and how the NFL works, it's like, okay, well, of course, they only scored six points. Of course they're going to win by 25, 35 points this week. But I don't know. Who's coming off a bye? That's all I need to know. I know, right? Coming (laughs) off a bye. (laughs) Isn't Tampa Bay coming off a bye? Uh, Tampa Bay, maybe. Yeah. No, I don't they're not. think they played last week. Oh, wait, did they not play last week? Oh, I'm looking at, I'm tripping. I'm looking at the third through the ninth. So let's see. Came off a of bye last week was the Lions, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Redskins. I mean, okay. oh, sorry, the football team. The fo- oh, so they're both coming off a of bye. So who do you take? The Bucks <laughs> on the road laying 10 or the football team at oh, home? With I've, a already, I've already written down my pick. Uh-huh. Last week was last week was a freaking fluke, and they're playing uh, – that last week was a fluke. Of course, we call out the stat of, oh, they, they've covered every single game, and what do they do? For some reason – like where was Dallas last week? Where? They're at home against the Broncos, who have Jesus. gone 3-0 and against shit teams. Don't and they've gone 0-4 like, against like actually decent teams fighting, vying for a playoff spot. Look, and then they're like down Mike, like like 30. Mike, to, Mike I don't, this, po- this podcast ends in about 30 minutes, dude. You want me to go to bed having nightmares here in about an hour? Bro, don't, I'm, don't going, I'm, I'm, I'm laying this wood again. It was 10 last week. It's only 9 this week. It's Dallas only at home 9? Against... This is the NFL. It's only 9. Bro, I bet three big ones two weeks you're, ago, and I won two out of the three. So winning, Dallas winning car number is not even – it's four away from 9 in the fight. Dude, it's only 9. Oh my I'm God. Dallas minus nine. They have to. They have to oh. recover, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna play like that again against Atlanta." No, no, no. Atlanta, mind you, three and one away from Atlanta, away from home. Yes, but no, no. Dallas, it's gotta be Dallas. Are, are gonna win at least two touchdowns. At least two touchdowns are gonna win by. What is it? Dallas minus nine. Dallas minus nine. Back to you. Sean got pick. Sean Bills minus thirteen. Mm-hmm. So your second pick. Jesus, Sean Bill. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Man. Let's get it going. All right. Uh, I'd say, you know, I picked against them last week. I really did. And I was right. They went to MetLife. They really did. There he is. The one pick, the one game I pick against them. God damn it. 
We're going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders here. They went on the road. Thank you. They went on the road. They didn't get what they needed. The Kansas shitty. This Kansas shitty. (laughs) (laughs) They are Kansas shitty. (laughs) Oh, man. The Kansas shitty Chiefs got what they needed in a non-cover win again against Mm -hmm. uh, who who the hell did they play last week? Tennessee. I mean, Kansas City. No. Yeah, they couldn't cover six and a half against Love in the in the hapless and the Aaron Rodgers list. Exactly. Uh, That's what Green I'm Packers saying. All at home. Oh my at god, I'm so dude, mad. They're terrible. That was they're an terrible. easy two and two week. They're terrible. So that's why I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders. What line do you got there, Mike? I got plus two and a half. That's what I'm gonna take. I don't okay. need the half point. I don't want the half point. <laughs> Give me the money line plus one thirty. Sprinkle on it, baby. All right. Uh, Sean's going with the Tennessee. Where are you? Tennessee Titans at home against the New Orleans Saints minus three. See, like Tennessee is a team that I don't even want to play anymore. I don't even want to play like what we were talking about. They go into L.A. with no Derrick Henry and they absolutely throttle the Rams. Like, how does that happen? And he wants who? He wants wants minus three to Tennessee at home against New Orleans minus three. I kind of like that, though. I mean, well, so do I. Like, just looking at it, of course I like that. They're the number one seed in the AFC for a reason. So, I don't know. What what am I going to So say? whatever. Sean got, got – Sean got – Sean's not even with us, and he, he slide one by us on that one. <laughs> Why is New England only minus one and a half at home against – Oh, don't take one from me. Don't take one from me. Oh, man, because I don't have to worry about – Don't do it. Because I don't have to worry about what I do. Hold on. Uh, sorry, I'm going to cheat real quick. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What do I do? <sighs> take Washington football team plus 10 at home. No, I'm going to go back to what I've Both always teams, done. I'm going no, to take go back the to under. what I do. Nope. I'll, I'll, I, hope to t- I hope to take the loss and my team wins, but I'm taking Kansas City minus two and a half. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing you're the fading. Juju. You're fading the kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. With rugs and Gruden, it's it's all it's snowballing. Our net's gone now. It's all snowballing into a shit show that we're gonna end up um, six Our and eleven. Net, Our net hasn't even been playing. We got the we got the soprano on on our side. <laughs> That's right. What are you talking, Mike? Come, come on. on. Last week come was on, horrible, Mike. bro. Last week was horrible. We were one for six in the red zone, three field goals, a pick six, and we lose by like. How do you freaking lose that game? You're shooting. You're shooting yourselves in the foot. Uh, bad teams find ways to lose. Good teams find ways to I win. I guess the comment that is looking, not a playoff game. That's not a playoff team right there. Comment if you guys are live. Comment. I guess Mike hasn't learned yet because uh, this obviously isn't uh. This is a week-to-week league, guys. We see how shitty a team can be, and now they get home. They get right. We got Crosby. We got uh, we got Waller. You know, they're on the AA. So. You know what? The only person who is at fault for that is Derek Carr. If Derek Carr comes home and plays like he should be playing, then we win that game. But if he plays like he played last week, we're losing by 10 at least. Derek Carr played one of the worst games of his life last week. Absolutely atrocious. So no, but what? But what have I been doing? Every single game this year that I picked against the Raiders, they cover and they win. So no, I'm I'm just I'm putting the the moju, the juju on. I'll take a loss. Give me a two and two, a three and one week. But if the Raiders win at the end of the day, I'm a happy boy. So what's your third pick, sir? 
What's yours? What do you mean? What's my third pick? You're next. What do you mean? What's your second pick? Kansas City minus two and a half. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What's your third pick? My third pick is gonna be guys. I'm looking here, and I'm gonna give you guys the the best pick, the best pick on the board. <laughs> no, I don't know if it is, but um, <laughs> look, uh, I like. Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay. They play close. Mm, okay. 3-0 and at home, too. 3-0 at home. home. It's going to be the rookie going again, if I'm correct, right? Um, I don't know. I know they what got lines. What line do you got on that for me, Mike? Green Bay minus three. Okay. I'm going to take Green Bay minus three to cover at home against the Seattle Seahawks coming off that bye because my new trend is fade these shitty-ass teams coming off these damn <laughs> buys because they ain't doing shit. So I was trying to get some nookie and trying to lamp up, man. Just get it together. So <laughs> fade, fade fade, the damn uh, buy team. So let's go Green Bay. Played a close game in Kansas City. Could have, you know, covered. I'll take uh, LaFleur and I'll take uh, whoever the hell, Jones or whatever the hell his name is, uh, so let's go Green Bay. Let's go Cheese Heads. All right. Um, Sean, uh, he wanted Dallas. Not going to get him. Wanted Kansas City. Not going to mm, get him. him. So he's going to take Denver minus two and a half at home against the Eagles. Minus um, two and a half? Denver minus two and a half against the Eagles. So if you're, I don't know, a, the second straight NFC East game, now they're back at home. I don't know. I this is smelling like the game they played at home against uh, Baltimore where they score freaking nine, ten points, and then the Eagles score another, you know, 24 to 31 points. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't not like it enough to, to pick Philadelphia because I'm going with this fishy-ass line. I'm going New England minus a, a point and a half. I mean, I, I know they're one and four at home, but come on. Odell Beckham Jr. is now gone. I mean, yes, now the cancer is gone, but – Ooh, and then what's his name? And then what's his name? Um, Nick Chubb. I have him on my fantasy team. Thank you for coming back and running for a 70-yard touchdown. Give me like 25, 30 points. And I just got the the note today that he is now. I don't know if he's out, but his thing went from healthy to COVID 19. So I don't think Nick Chubb's playing this week because of freaking COVID. So I'm taking New England minus a point and a half at home. Okay. I know it's a fishy-ass line, so, like, now Cleveland's going to come back and, like, just trounce them and, and win by 10 or 14. But, I don't know. It's just too fishy. To t- I don't know. Can you take Pittsburgh minus nine? Ugh. That's, is, that, is that your last pick? You're really going to go Detroit? What's Detroit ATS? Because they've actually covered a few games. They covered against Minnesota. They covered against um, Baltimore. But they just haven't put it together for a win you know what i'm saying i don't know like we're picking spreads here like no one's they... going with this one and i'm actually going to go with this one okay so uh, here's my fourth and final pick you're probably gonna want it but i kind of like it you it's even even money right now i'm gonna go with the los angeles chargers minus Ooh, okay three. okay yeah i have i have, come uh, home, I have minus two and a half so you see so so if they, if they win by a field goal, you win. So you got two and a half. You're going to yep, give me two I, and a half? I, I'm giving you two and a half. That's what I have here. You're the bookie. 
Give me I'm two and a half, it, baby. Bookie, baby. Uh, right, Sean's. Baby. So hold on. So why do you like that? So why do you like that? Why do I like that? I Cause think because you, you hate Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota, I hate them. They 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 played way too hard in in Baltimore last week, and I think that with Los Angeles uh, coming back, who who did they play last week? They played um, the Chargers. Yeah, they had the bye their week before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the bye the week before, and then I believe uh, who they play. They played again, and then they barely. Oh, they kicked the field goal at the end to to cover. They played in Philadelphia, okay. and they won twenty seven twenty four. That was like my pick of the week. Like I love them minus one and a half, but they That's almost right. didn't cover and win. I was like, oh they- god. So now they come back on a team that's got to be on the road twice coming to the West Coast. I like the Chargers uh, at a number that you're going to give me at two and a half. So I'll Mm -hmm. take that all day. Let's go, Chargers. Uh, Go, Chargers. Go. The game that you were talking about, the Steelers game, Sean's actually going to pick against you there, or at least the Steelers. Sean's taking Detroit plus nine. So Sean's taking some points. So So he's... He's fading all these ones, and now he's going to pick um, – oh, man. What do I go with? Oh, jeez. He's taking three favorites and a dog. I'm taking three favorites and a dog. Right now, you know, you've got three I'm gonna, favorites. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take, take the, a dog. I'm going to take the randomest one, right? New York Jets. No, the, the, the Cardinals, they go on the road. They don't have Kyler Murray, and they still absolutely throttle the 49ers. Now they come home – Oh, ten and a half point favorites over the Carolina Panthers. Give me Carolina plus ten and a half. The Panthers. How come I don't see that game? Playing playing five hundred ball on the road. Um, you know, uh, Moore's been playing pretty good this year so far. He doesn't have a lot of touchdowns, but he's got fifty three catches already. You know, barely halfway through the year. Um, I like Carolina to at least cover that ten and a half point spread. You know, Kyler Murray, he pre- I think he's coming back. So even if he comes back, they're riding high. Like expect them to have like a little bit of a hiccup after that good division win on the road in Santa Clara. So that's how I round out the uh, picks this week. I kind of, I mean, an honorable mention. Um, Lamar Jackson always does it for me on um, prime time. You know, like as far as fantasy points. If I were to have a fifth pick, I might go with the Ravens, even though they're traveling down to Florida to cover seven and a half points. Miami's not a good team, and they're one and three at home, too. So if that were to be an honorable mention. Who is it? Uh, Baltimore in Miami minus seven and a half. That'd be, that'd be an honorable mention if I, you know, if they, if we were doing five picks. But that's it for me. That's it for the NFL and that is it for episode 132 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Mark, if you have anything else to add, take us away, brother. So you got uh, Carolina plus 10? 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's it for the Comic Bookies podcast. We wrap it up. It was fun. Uh, man, we didn't even get to talk about the dumbass Raiders, but that's it, dude. That's, that's all they are. And there's certain players just can't get it together as they're you know you got the interim head coach poor guys trying to keep the team together and they're just falling apart and not because of whatever his name is the sperano family brother or whatever (laughs) but geez uh it sucks dude but i think that obviously picked them in my picks i think they come back they kind of get it right car he's kind of becoming that leader that that franchise needs 
You know, he's been the uh, with Gruden gone with just so many moving parts right now. You know, it's just uh, him and Mayock right now are probably, you know, the face of that franchise besides, you know, Lloyd Christmas and Mark Davis sitting at the realm. But nonetheless, uh, I hope that they get it together, because if they were to start the playoffs right now, they would actually be playing in Buffalo and then Buffalo would be hosting them in the I think the wild card game. So we'll see. But. Shout out to the Raiders. Keep it going. Try to get a win this week against Kansas City. I picked it. Mike picked against me. So uh, something's got to give there. So let's go, man. But uh, nonetheless, this has been episode 132, the Comic Bookies podcast. Mike is a champion in NASCAR. Liverpool is falling apart, losing to West Ham United. Shout out to them. They're in third place on the in the Premier League table. And uh, at the Comic Bookies podcast on all social medias where you can find us at the Comic Bookies at gmail.com for our email. And always, you can always get your comic books and whatever books you need at Treasure Island Comics. And thank you guys for being a part of us with us as we enter this season of giving in spirits. So just. We ask of you to give us a five-star rating. We ask of you to share this podcast with your loved ones, with anybody else that you know that shares these same interests that me and my co-host Mike and Sean do with you guys each and every week. So thank you guys. And remember, this is the Comic Bookies Podcast, episode 132. We love you. And Mike, thank you for being a part of this with me this week. Sean couldn't be with us as he is doing stuff for his newly born that is about to be here, but we are glad that you are here and we thank you and Mike, give it away, man. Dude, I don't even know if I have to say any, I don't know. That's, I don't know. But uh, speaking of the Sopranos, we don't have any more new countries to stamp into the comic bookies passport, but speaking of the Sopranos, uh, the state of New Jersey, thank you so much for uh, over 100, 125 downloads over the last 10 episodes. Whoever you are, if you're just the you know, Soprano family or you know the many saints of Newark, New Jersey, thank you so much. But um, the top five downloaded parts of the United States so far, right now over the last 10 episodes, we have New York, number one. The New York area is actually the number one download uh, of our podcast over the last 10 episodes. Of wow. course – the Greater Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, sitting at second. Out here in the Valley, where I'm, where I live right now, Sacramento, Stockton, Modesto, third. L.A. is fourth, and Las Vegas, your favorite city, there, Mark, is sitting in the top five. So, for Mark, this is Mike. Sean will hopefully be back next week. This is episode 132. This is the Comic Bookies podcast. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Goodbye. See you soon. Ta-ta. And always enjoy each other and always enjoy these holidays and shout out and rest in peace to the young two-year-old that had his life taken in Oakland, California by a stray bullet and caught bystander on the freeway. Sucks. What a way to end your life. Life is precious. And don't ever forget that. So like we always say, love the books, love the sports, love each other. Let's get it, man. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.